live. I clicked start. It just happened. All right, like so that. tell your joke. You're all ready to go. Oh shit! I, you know, I, I, I should be more oh, ready. Oh, jump the gun, did we? <laughs> I feel like We're you gonna... set me up for, for Of failure. course I did. All right, wait, 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 wait. I might have one ready to go. Two men want to get drunk, but they only have ten dollars with them. The first guy turns to his friends and said, "Friend and says, I have an idea. Let's go to the deli and buy a salami." The friend's confused, but he goes along with the plan. They head to the deli. They buy a salami. Salami, and then finally they head to the bar. They start drinking beer after beer, and before they can pay their tab, the first guy places the salami between his legs and says, Here, suck on the salami, and they'll kick us out before we can pay. The friend complies, and sure enough, the two get kicked out of the bar. They laugh and they celebrate. The plan was a success, and they continue this routine from one bar to another and to another. Each time they required to pay the tab, each time they required to pay the tab, the friend took out the salami and the second guy bobbed his head on it, immediately getting them removed from the bar's premises. After the last bar hopping, the second friend became hungry and said, "Ah oh, man, all these beers have me starring. Where's the salami? I want to eat." And the friend says, "I don't know, man. I lost it at the first bar." Yeah. yeah. I didn't see that coming. I didn't either. Uh, how did he not notice that his own penis was being removed from his pants and and suckled upon? I think he knew. I think it was the fact that the other guy didn't notice that they had swapped out a salami with a cock. It, either way, I, I, their their ability to to discern cock from salami, uh, or or their inability. Yes. You find the joke to be unbelievable. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because he needs to have either a cock-shaped salami or a salami-shaped cock. And well, I feel like they're both kind of cock-shaped. No. I mean, I, the last time I saw an actual salami that you would buy at the store, it was enormous. I mean, it was just a a, a large thing. That sounds about. What is yours like? <laughs> That's big to you. <laughs> well, yours is not. <laughs> it's like what they start with before they make a balloon animal. <laughs> uh, dude, the last PKA was a huge hit. I. Uh, I think it. Uh, I think it was pretty good. Uh, we had a good time. Um, a bunch of things uh, contributed to that being a good one. I think um, it being live, of course, is is what a lot of people will point to. But so that's a part of it, right? And there was mm -hmm. a, there was stuff that evolved. Like, um, okay, remember how you asked for receiving? Yes. When it happened, and I, I didn't put it together till after the show. Somebody on the PKA subreddit said, "Look, I." I forget if he worked there, had some experience or whatever, but he's like, you want to ask for receiving. And I read it, filed it away, and forgot it. <laughs> and then um, while we're live streaming, someone wrote in the chat, like, call Kmart and ask for receiving. And it kind of re-clicked with me. I was like, oh, yeah, let's do that. So then that became the thing. Like, we called and we asked for receiving. And that was the whole, I'm standing there. What do you want from me? You shut your cock hole and get me a man. Like, that whole thing happened because it was live, which is kind of cool. Having said that, I've been DDoSed three times today. Today. I, I can't go live until we get that sorted out. You know, I might have to go on another no Skype binge again or something. I don't know. It was really disappointing to me because I was like, oh, maybe we'll make live stuff more of a thing. Like maybe it'll come back. And, um, but, like my house and Woodycraft have just been getting DDoS like all day long. And it was like, son mm. of a, this just sucks. So 
Yeah, um, well, I uh, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed doing that show. I think there was a lot of fun little times. The prank calls, I guess, went went pretty well. Um, everybody's saying like, oh, every one of them was the best. Like, I think that I, I think they were pretty good. But and I think that a, a couple of them stood out definitely. I really liked fucking with T Martin or or <laughs> fucking with the crowd in relation to T Martin. Um, that that was neat. I like that one a lot. You know what makes me proud? So, you are our best prank caller. Right. Um, Taylor is also very good, you know, maybe more experienced and he threatens for that title. But the core of it is I'm not. I don't know. I, 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 whatever. I, I just don't seem to have those produce pussy or shut your cock holster moments. Right. Um, I thought that Justin and the, the game theory guy, I thought that went pretty well. That, that'll be a highlight. But um, uh, the team art one, I played a big role in that. I called T-Mart the before and after calls. I called the middle one. I was on camera. I thought I faked it horribly. You faked it well. I, that, I, that's, what I was, I, that's what I think you did well in that regard, is that you, you pulled off concerned Woody well enough that, that nobody uh, doubted you at all. And, I, and, and, and Taylor had your back in that regard. I thought it, I sucked. I, 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 no, no knock on Taylor. It's okay, Woody. I thought Taylor sucked. I thought we didn't act well at all. I'm looking at no, me like not I, like cracking smiles. Chiz thought I sucked. I talked to him about it afterwards. I watched it again today. I thought you sold it well. Like like what? And you were like, do, do you think he's hurt or something? And Taylor's like, well. And for a second, he's, he's like going to go down to like, yeah, yeah, what do I do? I think he's hurt real bad. <laughs> but instead, he's like, nah, I mean, he's a rich guy. He's yeah, just, that's really what he's, he's rich. It's okay to rob him. Knock yourself yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> He'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> Distributing a little wealth there, no yeah, big deal. That's this. what we just observed here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, I thought that my see, what happened. I ran upstairs and I, I, uh, I was, I was talking to my girlfriend. I was like, "Oh, we're gonna do this thing," and blah blah blah. And she had South Park playing pretty loud. And then you called. I was like, "Oh shit, I can't be in this room." When I answered, I'm like sprinting through the house. And I'm like, uh, I didn't even, I hadn't even really thought what I was gonna say. It's like, was that his name, <laughs> <laughs> I, that dude? So then I called a second time. And I was concerned that either it would say, hey, this is Kyle Martin, et cetera, et cetera. Or it would say your phone number. Like, you know, this phone number doesn't have a voicemail set up. Neither of those were good for me. And uh, I feel like I, like I just through luck, like it, I think it rang like three or four times, like enough that the voicemail might start to pick up. And I ended it and I was like, ah, no, no answer. And, and then it, it like, yeah. A lot of people bought it. And oh, and here's one of my favorite things. So we played a bunch of pranks on our audience, right? Um, the first prank was that Wings died. And that went over really well. People had a fun time with it. Yeah. The, the, my favorite, favorite I is the, the, pranks. the guy who made the video about how sad he was. He tried to kill himself by jumping off a two and a half foot bridge. Do you remember that guy? Oh, it was great. No, Dude, no. We, we could consider watching it right now. But that, that guy made a great, great video about like the emotions he went through as he found oh, out. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I okay. So, so that guy, and he was just naturally funny and stuff. He did a really good job. That Wings prank was awesome. But then every prank afterwards, we were just assholes. All the way from like, hey, we got this great NVIDIA sponsorship. Sorry, Wings, you didn't come. You don't get it. Yeah. To, I, I, I'm trying to remember some of the other ones. But they, they just hated us about everything we did until this prank, which for whatever reason was fun again. Yeah. It makes me really I, uh, happy. I thought it was, I, I typed to you, I was like, let's do this, let's do this. And, and you were like, eh, I don't know. I said and no, it, yeah, yeah. And then the rest, of the, the rest of the gang was all like, I don't know, it's a pretty good idea, let's try it out. Yeah, it was, it was I, Taylor, so it was just three of us, right? 
Uh, and, I think Chizzy chimed in and like did the thing. With oh, the, maybe like, he did. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, the carrot. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. I, I was like, no, I didn't. I think I don't know why I didn't like the idea. I thought it just wouldn't be funny or wouldn't I work it, or something. The only thing that I worried about was it was a little bit hard to pull off. It required co complete coordination. You know, I had to like. Uh, yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom. I had to disappear, of course, which is suspicious to begin with because that's when the call takes place. And, nah. and so you have to you have to be like, oh, hey, let's let's call Taylor and make everything has to be smooth. It requires some acting on your part and Taylor's part, and then I have to come back and act all, oh, loaded, loaded, what happened here? <laughs> Surprise! And so you know, it went great. It, a, I, I it did. I have three highlights. I've uploaded two of them as we record this. There'll be a third one probably Thursday or Friday. I don't know because tomorrow's that Woody Wednesday thing I've been doing. And, uh, and it's like, yeah, I'm going to upload those separately. Maybe people who are put off by like the, the looking for a better word than workload, but like the workload of watching PKA for four hours might be turned on by, you know, a, a five, 10 minute highlight. So yeah, I, I, I like that idea. I saw you did that, um, yesterday and I was going to text you. And then I saw like, right as I was texting, you put up another one and I was like, ah, oh, he, he, he knows the score. <laughs> this, this is the way to do it. And it, and for exactly the, the reasons you just said, you know, four hours is kind of, uh, a huge task. It's, it's hard to chip away at that. And it's hard to get into that if you're a new viewer, but, um, in 10 minute chunks, you can be like, all right, let me see what this thing's all about. Oh, okay. And of course that's, you know, it's that 10 minutes is the, is the best of portion, but I feel like every show has, a couple of those in it, probably. I, I was Maybe watching... Uh, there's a RTAA, Rooster Teeth Animated Adventures, and they linked it on our subreddit because the guy was talking about having a bad experience with a contractor. And I listened to it, and I don't know the guys at Rooster Teeth at all. Like, I don't think I've ever talked to any of them or seen them at an event or anything. But they seem like nice enough guys. Like, I have no issues with them. I, I even, Yeah, I never hear about them beating up any puppies. Yeah, or, I even like them for someone who doesn't follow super closely like everything i see of them seems uh like they're good guys and they're professionals and you know they're you know i maybe someday pka follows in their footsteps to movies and all that stuff but they they just seem to be all good and no bad so that's cool but i watched their rt their animated adventure and i was like you know that story <sighs> i feel like ours are every bit as good you know like we 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 hit shit like we ours better you know that the the teacher who couldn't see yellow was just way better <sighs> so than that good. story yeah yeah that show's great yeah <laughs> i feel like if uh if we went and come and and you know there are a lot of them already out there there's like the best of our stories and and some of them are animated i, I feel like if we got that little catalog together and mm -hmm. made volume one i feel like it, it we've got We've got 22 minutes of hilarity, absolutely, easily, easily. Mm -hmm. like, I feel like we do several episodes like that because, uh, I don't know, just there's a bunch of really funny stories that lend yeah. themselves well to animation, I, like the, the poop stories. Yeah. Um, I, I think Every you had so stepped often, away I, on, a, on a recent episode, and to fill the gap, I, like, I, I was asking Taylor to tell a story, and he had that poop story about shitting in his girlfriend's foyer, and, <laughs> and the mother comes home early and dis discovers the floor covered in shit and it's just like the most face reddening embarrassing moment <laughs> of all time and like there's been a bunch of those like that that are good <laughs> stories um, that are funny animated yeah yeah I, I, oh i had something else to say animated stories I, the rape squad kills one to be honest i've never thought was I, like i like always thought of, it was one out of a ten i always thought of it as like a like a seven because yeah. i mean to me what where you really 
to me, the, the things that make Frank, Frank phone calls funny is when you get something out of the other person. It's, it's not what the caller does. It's what you can extract out of the, the call E. Mm -hmm. and, and so like it, when I had that lady like going from annoyed to respectful to, oh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Little mm -hmm. Billy's going to be able to play. Like, I, I got to like think. So I don't know if it's true because I haven't listened carefully, but apparently you never mentioned the game name. Mm -hmm. And she's telling you she doesn't actually get the game. So it's Yeah, they not... don't have an electronics department in Kmart anymore. So oh, they don't get maybe any games. that's what it is. Because I was like, how does she know which game? I thought she's saying she wasn't getting Call of Duty. Not, yeah, I, th I not... think what I think a lot of the Kmarts around the country in certain areas have just cut their electronics department because that requires a lot of upkeep maybe and, you know, overturn. I know the last time I actually physically went into a Kmart it really did look like a third world country or something like normally when you go into an, Amer uh, an American store, the shelves are stocked full with some minor exceptions. But usually there's a guy wearing a blue shirt going over there to fill that stuff in. Mm -hmm. There were like large section of K large sections of Kmart. that were just bare. Like there was a, a low, like there was like three items and you could see that there were places for like a dozen more. Like hey, where'd the rest of the stuff I haven't here go? been in a Kmart in ages, but I like Sears. I am always reading about how Sears sucks, how they're about to go out of business. They're just nothing but a real estate investment trust nowadays and stuff like that. Like you mm. can't find anyone who says positive stuff about Sears. Um, I heard that Craftsman tools aren't good anymore. Now, I have a full cabinet of Craftsman tools and they're probably like maybe seven years old. And I'm not sure when they became not good anymore. Like did I get in before? Because I love mine. Or do I have the ones that people say are crappy? Because if that's the case, then I'm I'm not seeing it. But I, whenever I go to Sears, I'm like, I like this. I don't know why everyone hates this place. It seems good to me. Uh, I I I don't know. I just I, I haven't been to a Sears in a long time. It it seems like there there's only one that I know of anymore, and uh, I I haven't found myself there in a long long time. I uh, we park there. I guess I I know how to get to the other things in the mall from Sears. And uh, um, also, maybe this is a bad thing, but there's usually parking in front of Sears. <laughs> so and no one, it's like a ghost town in front of Sears, you know? It's the parking capital. I, I, I like to go But also, he goes from parking straight to the tools, and there's almost always some tool that like, like I bought it. I bought a set of tools, and I, I don't know what it had, like 1,300 pieces in it or something. Like, it's pretty complete, but okay. it didn't come with all the, foot and a half long screwdrivers like you only got one of those oh, and there's shit. a whole shit did you get pry bars you with it because when you, you need got this boy <laughs> yeah it's always like yeah i'm well stocked with sockets but not the jumbo sockets you know my sockets stop at like an inch or an inch and a quarter or something and then you need the inch Edible. through the right what if i got some oil rig shit to do <laughs> so uh uh anyway I, sears is always like some other thing that i need to like add so, and the sockets, like there, there are things in tractors and implements and stuff that, that are too big. So, or maybe it's not too big, but I only have one of them and I need to like do both sides and whatever. So, uh, I, uh, yeah. I got my, my transmission and, uh, transfer case came back today. They're all completely repaired. So I'm, in, I'm putting them in, into the truck tomorrow. Um, and I'll be done with that. That truck will be rolling again. Yay. Six grand worth of trannies. Wow. If, if I had spent six grand on the kind of trannies I prefer, that's a lot of nice looking, nice looking lady boys that I could have had for the price of that fucking transmission. I, I'm just, what a mess. I read a two mess. things today. One, um, 
it was about finance and stuff. And it was about the importance of saving. They're like, it's not how much money you make, it's how much you keep. And they were talking about how many Americans make a good living but aren't worth anything. Like this is the new class, the high-income poor, right? And uh, um, you could probably think there's like a, there's lots and lots of people. At Cisco, everyone seemed to be high-income poor, right? Like, it, all right, I'm going to be a douchebag. PKA Dan, back when he was with his first wife, high-income poor. Right. Like his wife was always like she didn't allow him to contribute to his retirement account. And they were always on like the bleeding edge of bullshit. He's like, does my kid really, really need like an outdoor scaled down version of our house as a playhouse? No, (laughs) no, you're fucking get the kid a sliding board and, and whatever. Like, you know, but she's like suddenly he wasn't a full great dad unless he provided this like keeping up with the joneses over there yeah it was like i don't know how to describe it but like a dollhouse the kids can walk into you've probably seen that kind of thing and um you know he was i don't know about now but he was like the high income poor you know he did he wasn't worth anything but he made a lot of money for a long time and just you know it was almost forced to spend it you know he would have arguments like honey i want to put some money away into my retirement and she's like you'll work until you die that's what you do you know stop being a baby and it's like fucking sucks so um uh so i read that about the high income poor today and it's not how much you earn it's how much you keep and all that fun stuff and then i also read that ford is having their largest sale on trucks since the great recession they're giving (laughs) essentially employee discounts out right now that it that's don't don't buy into that too much oh tell me more uh, you can negotiate better than, like like when they would tell us that oh yeah oh yeah you get x plan or you get you they would explain to us what it was i'd be like i sell trucks for below that like like you telling me that the price you're going to give us is above a price that we regularly negotiate and give to customers like that's lame like if now if i want to buy one i'll just go to some other dealership and uh, and, and bargain hmm. uh, but that was just my uh because it's below um you can you can negotiate below the uh, the invoice price. And then I always wonder where that starts and stops. Like for example, let's say there's a three hundred dollar cash back from the factory. Then you can like negotiate all like that typically doesn't mean that the dealer just makes three grand more. Did I say three hundred? I meant three grand. You know, they like you negotiate them all the way down to whatever your number is, twenty nine thousand. Yeah, the rebate and has the, nothing to do with uh, the rebate is between you and Ford Motor Company. Yeah, has nothing to do with you and the uh, the local dealer. Which is why I thought maybe this was between me and Ford, and then the dealer could work further or something. Or maybe well, if they're giving you the, the employee discount, then it's just it's like invoice plus a couple hundred dollars. I, I don't know exactly how many. There's there's like three mm. different plans. Two of two of them for sure, and one of them was like. Four hundred dollars, and the other one was like three hundred dollars profit. But it, I mean, it's a good deal. I mean, you, you, if just, you negotiate, you could probably get eight hundred dollars more. I feel like uh, I'm being like, stupid. Like, in the last seven days, I bet I've driven. So in my car, because I took Jackie's for a trip or two, I bet I've driven less than fifty miles in the last week. And uh, if you throw in Jackie's, maybe that threatens a hundred. That's, you know. Maybe what you need is a nice rental car every now and then. Right? We rented a, we rented a Suburban uh, for this trip because we had seven Pelican cases worth of camera gear and then my all my luggage. Oh, it did you drive to, to Texas? No. no we flew. we, we, we flew to San Antonio and rented a car and drove right. to San Antonio. Baldy. Um, so we got a Suburban. And man, I'd never been in a Suburban, not since I was a kid and my mm-hmm. fourth grade teacher had one. 
that thing is huge. There's so much room in there, and just I don't know. It's got every, all the little options. It had everything there could be. You know, in the back, I'm I'm adjusting my air conditioning and this heated seats and everything. I I really enjoyed renting that thing. And on the last trip, we had a we had an Explorer, like a, a, a sort of a top of the line Explorer. I've enjoyed renting nice cars my, a lot more than I've enjoyed owning them. My brother has an Expedition. Uh, if you guys don't know what that is, there's over time, I don't know if they're still existing, but there were three sizes. There was the Explorer, the, what's bigger than an Explorer? There's the Escape, which is the small one, the Explorer, and then the Expedition. And there used to be the Excursion, which was the biggest That's SUV what he ever has. made. He has an Excursion. He has an Excursion. It's diesel. It's leather. It, and it has some aftermarket stuff like um, DVD players and both the headrests. Is it the Eddie Bauer edition or the limited edition? I'm not certain. I don't want to get it wrong. I think it might be the Eddie Bauer edition. They have DVDs in the front seats of that car. <laughs> like, it's really nice. And then, um, it's not a thing anymore, but back in the day, he used. To, it was like, oh, I have satellite radio. Really? Which one did you choose? Both. <laughs> yeah. That Damn. was a thing back then, because yeah. you know, now they've converged into mm -hmm. one. But if you had both back then, that would have been a next level. Yeah. Uh, I bet his wife picked that out. <laughs> he did. He commuted a lot. He was like, I've got an hour and a half or two hour commute. And, you know, it's 10 bucks a month extra. And it, it, it means a lot to him. So I don't remember what XM came with that Sirius didn't have. But I always mm -hmm. wanted Sirius because that was Stern. Um, and and, uh, and so when they combined, it just really made the decision a lot easier. So he has. It's beautiful. It's nice and everything. And they they drive a lot of places. But uh, um, I, so I was taking Hope driving. And coming toward us was a Ford F-250. And it sat so nice, like tall, and it looked so good. I was like, I want to be that. I wish I was that. <laughs> That's, and, and I don't have better reasoning. Now, every so often, I have to tow something heavy. You like, don't need better reasoning than that. Like, like, your vehicle can be an aesthetic. It doesn't have to be 100% utilitarian. I mean, I, I got my car because I, I, I like mm -hmm. fast cars, and you can get a lot of pussy just real easy when you've got a nice car like that. They, they, you can literally ask a girl to hop in, and, and like half the time she just fucking will. Dude, um, I, it's, I, can I interrupt you? That's sure. like, so our neighbor in Apex, uh, before we moved, and actually she moved too, so whatever, but she saw your car, and she's like, that is hot. Like, she, and you wouldn't reciprocate. She's probably over 50. Yeah. But, oh, it didn't bother me. <laughs> she over fifty, but her eyesight's fine, and that's what we're talking oh, about. Let's <laughs> so, go. <laughs> so, but but she was like, yeah, like 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 your car got her motor revving, and Jackie and I were like, that that happens in real life. Like yeah. she did not oh, yeah. give a crap. I think I had a Chevy. Oh, I had a motorcycle when I met her, but after that, it was a, a Cavalier station wagon. That's the least sexy car in the world. Not all, not all girls are going to be car people, but the, I, I, I never, you never know. Exactly. Good call. Not all girls re respond in the same way. Like, like I, I remember the first time that this is, um, the, the, the redhead that, you know, that came on some trips with us, like first time she got in there, she got in there with me. She was like, my BMW's faster than this. So I have to like, I'm like paddle shifting. I'm like, is it faster now? Is it faster now? Like, like being a real asshole. Um, so she wasn't blown away by it or anything. But then like there have been other girls who sat in there who were just like, oh my God. Now it's she like, was a car person, right? She's the one with the four wheel drive. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, car yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but other girls have, you know, it's been an absolute aphrodisiac. So you never know. But, but yeah, that's a thing. But what I was getting at is, you know, you can just, if you like this, because 
if you like a Ford Raptor, you don't have to be like doing like off-road racing in your spare time or anything. It can just be like, you know, I like how that thing fucking looks. And just because I don't take advantage of its 18,000 pounds of towing power on a regular basis, maybe I'll do that once in my life. I like knowing that I could. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I feel like you, you always want to justify like your want and your need for this thing. But like, I don't know, man, you've been toiling for a long time. And, and there's a, you know, you, my, I've heard people say, you know, you can't take money with you when you die, but that's a silly thing to say, obviously, cause you've got, you got people to look after for mm -hmm. all time. But I don't know. I, if I were you, maybe, maybe, maybe get one of those big, nice trucks. And I don't think you'd ever want another one. Uh, I feel like you'd make that, make that purchase once and you would baby that thing so much and you'd take such good care of it that a brand new one today, 80 year old Woody would, would probably, would probably at least have it in the barn. But here, Woody will have that thing in the barn. That's a realistic possibility too. Like I, I'm. I think to myself, like, how long does I? How long do I keep a car? Well, shit. I kept that beat up, dented Tacoma for going on 13 years now. Um, I, when people say they keep a car for 20 years, I say you are full of shit. You pro like hardly anyone does that. But I very well may be the exception. I. I, I I tell you the reason I replaced some of my last cars because they wore out. You know, like that, like um, you know the Cavaliers I mentioned. I've taken two of those to two hundred thousand miles, and they were done at the time. They just needed repairs that were more expensive yeah, than yeah, the car. Yeah, yeah, two hundred grand on a, on a Cavalier—that's its life. Yeah, that's it. It, it, well, and this—I I feel like nowadays cars. I feel like a quarter million is a number you might expect. That's like you tell car. somebody, yeah, my dog turned twenty-four, and I put it down. They're like, yeah, yeah, good, good, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't let him suffer or anything. Put it down, dude. <laughs> yeah. <24. laughs> yeah. I, I had a Cavalier. And, and mind you, I live in North Carolina, if that means anything. It's hot. I had a Cavalier with no air conditioning. And then, um, and then this is the air conditioning was done, and then the radiator was done. And I wasn't mechanical at all, like, back in the day. And, uh, like, just fluid is pouring everywhere. And I got an estimate, and it was, like, threatening $3,000. Like, but the car was worth 500 maybe. I was like, they're done. They both went like that. Yeah. I was hanging, uh, Richard Ryan, you know, was at that shoot. Mm -hmm. He did some slow-mo. He's actually like, we're in the video together. Yeah. I, that, that's, that was another part of the videos. It's a me and a Richard Ryan team, team up on my channel. Mm -hmm. But he's got an F-150 uh, four-door. And I don't know what year it was, but one of the things I liked about it is the rear sliding glass uh, was like seamless. I liked how it worked. It was just, it, it was, it was completely really? seamless. There was no bullshit back there. I, I really liked how that looked. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I. So my opinion. I guess it was a. It's a pretty new one. I, I don't. I yeah. don't know. I, I, I'm kind of stuck in the past. I see like a 2008 F250, and I'm like, that looks current. That looks good. And then I see what's like current, and it's like that shit's space aged. Oh my <laughs> god! Like that, that's what things There's are a like. Whole body style passed you by while you're working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I. Oh, remember when I said like, "Oh, look, I'm serious. I think I'm gonna get this thing." I was. I called on the next working day, whenever that was, and uh, it had been sold before. It's a week ago, seven days ago now. Yeah, oh, it was eight days ago. Yeah. I, I called on the next morning, ready to go there and maybe even get it, and uh, it was sold before I got there. He's like, "That thing is gone." That's how he said it. I'm like, "Oh." Hmm. So. Anyway, that's a thing. So PKA was really good. It's funny, like when I make a video, I never, I don't always know what's good or what's bad. If it's something like I've made before, 
then I can assume you know, I can get a good vibe for it. But I finished PKA and I really felt it was like drop the mic. Like I was pretty happy with how that went. You know, I'm just like, yeah, people are going to like this. Everything is cool. So I like yeah. that. Yeah, it got me motivated. I was, you know, thinking of ways to money whore and squeeze some more money out of those. Good thinking, so, good thinking. Yeah, don't worry. I'm always on the back burner working on it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely the Jew of the group. Like, maybe, maybe we only do one live show a month, but you must pay to enter. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. That's I, I have to do something to justify like all the DDoS protection that's going to have to come along with a live show. <laughs> like, like we're going to have to consult NASA to make this thing work. I might to... switch. There's another service. Um, I forget the name of it, but I have it installed as of today. Stack. Uh, Stack competes with Skype, and um, we could check it out. Maybe the the not, quality will be higher. I have never heard of Stack. They're not competing well, but I am up for anything and everything. That, see, uh, now that's the perfect problem. There was a time when I completely got rid of Skype. And by the way, there's a corollary story to this, but I got rid of Skype and I switched over to Google Hangouts. And while it stopped the DDoS problems I had, it it completely isolated me from the rest of like the YouTube community that I knew. Like I think I still talk to you and I still talk to Joe Lozon, but most people they like they just didn't leave Google Hangouts open all the time. They might open it just to talk to me, but... Oh, I hated it. It's, I hated it so much. Yeah, you had to keep your email open, and I don't like keeping my... It got me into a couple of sticky situations, God damn it! People reading my emails. It there's was just a, a real madhouse There's a better way. There's a plugin. That's part of why my last relationship fell apart. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a plugin that makes it so you don't have to keep that page open. But um, it, it's just the same. It, it, it's a problem. So, yeah. but Stack is an app that you you can either use the web page or you can download it. <laughs> I wish I, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, and maybe that's the answer. I don't know. I, I we got DDoS three times today, and I think Woodycraft did too. I think someone in my universe just got access to a new booter, and they're all excited about it, and they're just booting everything they can find. I know um, some of our competitors are having DDoS issues too. So they're competitors to Woodycraft, and I see them going down. It's like. Uh, this guy's got a, a hammer and everything looks like a nail, including my house. That's Fucker. True. Yeah. So maybe we can get that sorted out. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I like doing the shows live. And you know, like we did, if we did them regularly or semi-regularly live, we could, have, we could build up quite a live audience. And when you have a live audience, you have a lot of power to direct them and do <laughs> Yeah, you get... I, and I miss having that. We need uh, to that's... fuck with uh, Nalgene or something. <laughs> oh, it's so fun to, to wield like <laughs> two or three thousand like anythings. Like, Dude. you know, say you got 10, 12,000 people on there. If you get two or three thousand people to actually do a thing simultaneously, it's incredibly powerful and it'll cripple most services. Dude, it's, we were, uh, it's we, a lot of fun. We've taken down Taco Bell, Wendy's, Maglite, maybe General Motors, uh, one of those uh, car companies. Maybe. Do yeah. we take down a car company? Like yeah. it, it's a lot, and um, you know, it's it's impossible to protect yourself from because the way DDoS works is it figures out which of these addresses is fake and ignores those. Yeah. None of these are fake. All real. <laughs> They're yeah. all real. You just suddenly got five thousand people intensely interested in yeah. your product, and it looks great to your sponsors too. You know, you can you know it, you can send ten thousand people yeah. over there, try out some new. Wouldn't sunglasses. it be great if if like Casper, the mattress people, are like, all right, are you sure you have the infrastructure to advertise on PKA? <laughs> because <laughs> we're a pretty big fucking deal. 
We're gonna send a lot of people over there for mattresses to so get ready. <laughs> I, I know we sold a couple of those mattresses. I saw people uh, post images of them, and I'm going to get my next mattress from the pen. Uh, seeming the you know, as long as I continue to be a sponsor of the show and everything, I think I'll do it over there. I f uh, it was either Gamma or Scuff. But um, I told him, like, dude, you know, just prepare for some outages that happens after we advertise and stuff. And uh, they're like, no, it's not a problem. He sent me a picture of his server rack, right? Things six foot tall, filled with computers and shit. I can't tell what it is by looking at the cases, but he's awfully proud of it. He had just upgraded. Took that shit down. It was oh, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. it took everybody down. You, you can't mess with several thousand people doing something simultaneously. It's Nothing's hard. really, very few systems are built to, to handle that sort of thing. Exactly. Right. I'm sure we can't take down Amazon or Apple or yeah, anything. yeah, any of the big ones that that are that are the biggest of the big. You know, mm -hmm. YouTube obviously. Like, like if you send an extra five million people to YouTube right now, they would just enjoy it. Like, yeah, like yeah. It would be a tickle. There are some big companies that don't necessarily have a great web presence. Like, like McDonald's comes to mind, right? How often do you go to the McDonald's website? Not since your yeah. adolescent porn days, right? So. <laughs> You told a story, right? Oh, now you remember. Yeah, yeah. You release your history. You'd be like Pepsi at McDonald's. And uh, uh, anyway, so I, I bet a PKA live stream could take somebody like McDonald's down. You'd think they'd be huge, but really, they don't need to be that big. You know, they yeah. just don't get that much traffic. So the uh, one that I can think that's kind of an intermediate uh, one is is, is uh, Twitter. You know, they crashed Twitter during the Oscars a couple years ago. Did they? Uh, every now and then they do uh, with, when there's like a really big event or uh -huh. something like that. Whenever they had that, they they did that huge selfie with Ellen Generous and like mm. I don't know a dozen other A-listers and uh, and that and they, they they took Twitter down for a little while. That was like incredibly. That, I think that was a paid thing by um, Samsung. Hmm. Yeah, or I don't know if it was paid by Samsung or if they just put the Samsung thing in the gift bags, but there well, was some sort of sponsorship going on with Samsung, and a lot of people felt like they got their money's worth this exponentially beyond what you typically would yeah, in an advertising. Yeah, investment. I've heard him discuss that uh, both Ellen and Bradley Cooper after, and they didn't mention that little tidbit. Uh, um, so, but whatever, I, I thought it was pretty cool when they did it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty, pretty happy that PKA just worked out well. It makes me feel good. I recorded Woody Wednesday today. I'll edit it and make sure. I hope I've, I haven't looked at the footage yet, but I hope everything's ready for tomorrow. Um, talk, what's the topic? Uh, I did two of them, actually. I do, sometimes I do two in one day, and then I'll have two weeks' worth of footage to edit. Uh, one was uh, my three keys for happiness and success with an optional bonus fourth key. And one was um, choosing a career. So those are the things I talked about all week long. Like I'll have some epiphany or whatever. And I just write down a list of potential topics. So hopefully it's all good. I sit there and like, look at the audio afterwards and stuff. I, I, I don't want to say this because once you tell people things bother you, you'll get that thing over and over and over again. But they say it's cringy when I write on the card and, uh, I think I'm taking it too literally. I, I think when someone says, oh, it's cringeworthy, they just mean they don't like it or something. Whereas I'm like, do you know what cringeworthy means? Like they actually cringe. It gives them like a, a physical reaction to physical something. Reaction. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, like, no, what it, 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 they're just saying that. And when they write LOL, they're not really rolling on or LMAO. I think, I think just, yeah. I think they're just making fun of your handwriting. I tried to. St so here's the thing. My handwriting is bad. That's undeniable. Um, but my handwriting is actually pretty legible if I take time and draw it out. 
but that's terrible for video. Like I'm writing on my lap with a marker in a hurry and those things combine for some pretty bad handwriting. And uh, I was like, this week I'm going to step it up. But I pretty much didn't. <laughs> so. I was thinking of other ways to like write a thing without writing a thing. Like, like what if you did that thing where um, when you like tore, tore off the, uh, the tore off a part, it was revealed. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Like do it with tape and everything and paint yeah. over it. And then when you rip off the negative, you've got the... I, uh, I, wish, I wish I had a good cameraman, right? If there was a good cameraman, I could walk over to the easel and do a thing. And then you'll like, like move around and, and like whatever. But I swear to you, like even on a um, tripod, Jackie would like jerk it too far and jerk it back and pull it up and pull it down. Just... So what happens is I, I sit here in the chair and I get the framing about right, but we're different sizes and, and I might lean forward in a different way. So she has to do the last adjustment. And I, it's important that I keep it together because if I'm a dick, then nothing good comes she's from got, that. She's got no tolerance for that at all. She doesn't, but she's... She's not very good at what she's doing. And she she's so incompetent, incompetent beyond like... Like what you could ever expect. Like I've like, run into this before. You've got two issues. You've got a, a, an assistant who is not very good at their job, and the, the the problem is they the assistant needs lots of correction and lots of help along the way, but can tolerate none. <laughs> it, it, like I, I just I, I don't know. I, I wish I could better explain it. Like you know, I'm sitting there and the framing is from like here to four feet over my head. And I'm like, all right, you know, you lower that. And just, now my face is cut in two. And it's like, how did you get that so wrong? And then she's like, hey, is that good? No, no, it's not. Uh, my face is literally cut in two with this framing. Honey, are you doing the, Are you doing such a poor job because you hope that I'll just ask you to leave? <laughs> is that it's, what this is? It's rough, you know. And um, another thing is, it kind of takes two people, right? I think in her head, she's like, I'll press the button and my job starts and stops there. But in my head, I'm like, no. Like I'm adjusting the lighting, for example. I use two lights. If you just have one light shining straight on, it doesn't look right. So I kind of have two lights and that gets all the shadows off the face. And um, it really helps to have a model sit there while I do the lights. If I just shine them, but like one's bouncing off the ceiling, one's kind of um, the diffused, you know, toward the, toward the actor. And, uh, I really need a model to sit there and I feel like she's like, oh, you don't need me yet. You're still setting up. No, setting up's part of the job, you know? And, and despite the fact that it might be a 10 minute video, this is like an hour long process. I, uh, I, I definitely like having a, a cameraman when we film stuff, a real cameraman who knows what he's doing. Mm. Uh, Chad is, Chad is excellent. Chad will, you know, he, he, there'll be a part at the beginning where he's like, Hey, he'll either have me stand in or if there's extra help on hand, he'll have someone stand in and get the focus right. And, you know, just make sure the lighting is going to be right. And as it changes throughout the day, you know, he's, he's constantly altering things. So the color, the, the color correction is going to be easy in the end. Everything's mm -hmm. going to match up and look the same. He's a professional. And, uh, I just know that if I, if I if it was because otherwise what you have is like a camera holder 
really and then you you're going over to the camera and and like tweaking it and changing the it's, iso and making sure everything's going to look all right and and oh no 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 frame me up like this when i stand i want to be framed like this but when i sit i need to be framed like that and yeah take a step to your left and and go go to that angle that way when i pull up my elbow my face won't be obscured by my forearm like these are things that that my cameraman just knows and and he already has done i <laughs> um yeah, I, it, so it's funny. Today I did a video on talking about a job, you know, talking about picking a job. And one of the things I threw in there was that, like, if you have no passion for this job, you'll never be good at it. And there are some jobs that don't require passion, like cashier. I don't have a long list that doesn't require any passion, but, you know, cashier, whatever. Um, you know, like, Every cashier in America just... <laughs> you better keep shopping at Amazon, you son of a bitch. Bring it! Bring it. Uh, you know, I wanted to say, like, HR representative. Like, it was in my head at the time, but I'm like, no, you know, maybe there's a lot more to that than I'm thinking. But um, uh, if you want to be any of these... Uh, most good jobs require a lifestyle of continuing professional education. If you're a doctor, a nurse, an attorney, a computer programmer, an engineer, etc., uh, you are signing up for a lifetime of CPE, continuing professional education. Uh, if you have no passion for it, you'll fall behind your peers and you'll suck by comparison. That describes Jackie's camera work, right? She has no passion for it whatsoever. You know, if, if I told her, honey, we were overexposed last week, you know, let's address that. She'll just be like, ha <laughs> sounds like a woody problem you know and uh and it is uh it's she's she's a button presser and um that's what you get richard was telling me he gets people he pays people by the hour when when uh for editing and for camera work a lot of the times um i don't know maybe you should look into that maybe if you get some college student to come in for 50 bucks an afternoon and just and just hang on to that rig and make sure everything's right and build a relationship with him I, that, that's what I would attempt to do if I were you, because you you really need an operator, because you aren't given a hundred percent of you on the camera if a little bit of you is over there wondering if, knowing that you're not able to shift in your seat or or change anything about the way you're sitting, because it won't be. Do you know? Care about that end. So you, I don't know if you watch Woody Wednesday at all, but they're, they're like, okay. So in the first one, the color correction was bad. I bet you don't know why. It's because Jackie stood in front of a light. And it fucked everything up. And uh, it, it actually, like, I had to adjust it. And I adjusted it, I guess, toward the wrong one or whatever. But um, the start of it was okay. And the end of it wasn't. And I guess I made it all not okay so it would match. Because you can see her walk into the fucking, like, light source. And uh, now that mistake, she, she won't do that again. We've got a spot for her. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's, uh, I... She's on board and we're same team and I, I like that, but she just doesn't have any passion for operating the camera and that prevents her from ever it's being okay. You can be honest. She, she's not a Patreon. <laughs> that, I, I think I am honest. She doesn't have any passion for it. And I'm just teasing. Yeah. That, that's, you know, when, and, and back to the job thing, like I feel like a lot of people just don't have passion for anything. That's why they don't know what to do, which is a tricky deal. Yeah. I, uh, Hey, there's a lot that goes into being a cameraman, and I I always appreciate it greatly when I have one. Um, whenever there's any, you know, every time we do a shoot where maybe there's an extra guy on, present who has a job, mm -hmm. it's like oh, now no one has because usually like if there's an extra job to do, like even if it's just someone with a roll of duct tape, like mm -hmm. if he's there doing that, then that means that none of us have to do that, and it, it lightens every extra 
grip you've got mm -hmm. uh, on set is is really making a big difference. It, it seems up up to a point. I, it, it's been silly before, but hmm. help helps. It really does. Yeah, I just like yeah. I don't know. Jack, there are it, as simple as Woody Wednesday looks. There's a lot of things to get right about it. Like there's there's a couple light sources, there's two cameras, there's tripods, there's batteries. There's batteries for the little extra screen, there's batteries for the cameras, there's two different cameras, etc. My backup over the shoulder camera had a dead battery uh because it's hopes really and there I gave it to her. And now I'm using it and that one the battery was dead and, and Jackie's like, "Ah, oh, you know, if I had done that, you'd be so mad." First of all, I'm not a monster. Leave me alone. This is not even true. Second, um, you know, there's a lot of things to get right. The fact that the backup camera's battery was down, like, did you even notice the camera worked, the batteries were fine in both mics and the camera and the, uh, the audio, um, the hell is it called interface? And like, there's a lot of stuff to get right. And one went wrong and suddenly I'm silly, but enough of that. I hope the footage is good. I hope the yeah. footage is good. I'll look forward to seeing it tomorrow. Um, I'm trying to think. What other topics do I have to talk about? Uh, oh, have you heard about YouTube Red? Yes. I feel like everyone's talking about YouTube Red, and it is clearly a good thing to me. It's. It, I think we might have talked about this once already. We did. We went over it extensively. Yeah, you did a particularly good job. You were like, take a hardcore video watcher. He watches maybe 400 videos a month. Like, you have to be really active. And uh, no way he gets 400 in advertising for somebody. So, yeah, yeah YouTube Red is going to be a but good thing for content creators. It, 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 all, it all comes down to um, where the money goes and how it's allocated. And, and if they do, a, you know, that, 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 that's why I have no opinion on this thing. What they're basically saying is there's going to be an extra revenue stream. And, and to that I say, how do I fit into this? And mm -hmm. that hasn't been meted out to... At least not to to the to a real percentage point. No one said you get X amount and we get Y amount There's, unless this happens. So apparently we're supposed to sign up and say our videos are eligible for red viewers. And I'm like, all right, where do I sign on this? Like, I don't want my videos to start going private because I'm a contract behind. But I think that because I'm in a network, suddenly that's a challenge or something. Um, Have you heard yeah, about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I need to ping my guy and see what the deal is. We're 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 kind of playing a waiting game over here as well, I think, because uh, we'll we'll see what the network has to say about all this. Um, it may be a thing where none of the networks are wanting to get on board with this. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I'll do whatever it takes to continue existing, hmm. and, uh, and that'll be that. But I don't know if it's a good thing or an awful thing. Uh, I hope that uh, things just aren't changed. Too much in any way, really. As yeah. long as it's not a bad thing, I don't care. Doesn't matter. We'll see. I, I um, <clears throat> yeah, I think I like my network. I've got a fair split, so that much is good. I um, I'm a managed channel, so that much is good. But when I signed up, I was in the what I thought was the coolest network around. Like it was the my, it was my first choice, and I felt fortunate to get in. Um, since then, I don't know if they've kept that like you know a lot of the big hitters have moved to other places but then you don't know like for example with mine captain sparkles was in mine and um uh he left and went to somebody else's but someone like captain sparkles might be a loss leader for your network you know like your network might might even pay them more than they get just to have captain sparkles in the 
on the team. He probably got a signing bonus and, and uh, to stay for a year or two, and then that was up, and then he went elsewhere and did something similar. That could be, yeah. So, so just because you know PewDiePie is in that network doesn't mean it's the right choice for someone like me, who is not getting you know PewDiePie views. But uh, yeah, well, I, I I like mine. They they come to us with a lot of uh, a lot of different stuff, and it's um, you know it's all kinds of crazy stuff. Some it, it won't always be just the same uh, uh, video game thing or movie thing. Like there'll be something of it for Tatino's pizza rolls or something to pitch at and. I, I, I like hmm. I like I like pitching for those those projects because I uh, I always I know that my pitch is going to be the most s- stupid one of the mix. <laughs> you know, it's like all right, we need a giant pizza roll cannon first of all, a vat <laughs> of liquid nitrogen, and I'm going to need a guy dressed up as that cheetah from the Cheetos commercial. All right, <laughs> then we, you know I, I, I like I like doing that. That's so. also that lines up well with your talent. Like uh, every now and then I came up with a video idea here and there that I thought was pretty cool or a um, variation of something that's not for me. But mostly like if I told you like, hey, I want to make a music channel, you'd be like, oh, well, I got some ideas for a music channel. So a parody channel. I see. Okay, (laughs) Right. It could be anything like I wanted. If if I told you I was doing a thing like um, Linus Tech Tips, I pronounced that right. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I bet you'd be like, oh, yeah. Here's what you need to do. You need a fucking talking robot that's your assistant or or whatever. I like, think you'd be good at that. The text tip thing. I think I think that's kind of your bread and butter anyway. Like the, the maybe yeah. maybe I, I feel like my at least today. Like you say something that could come back and bite you. But right now, I like it. It hasn't captured my passion. I feel like it'd be drudgery, and there's so much to keep up with. You know, you're supposed to be an expert on every little consumer device that's coming uh, out. Yeah. And uh, unless that's really like, unless you're like, ah, oh, sweet, you know, new phone. I, was, I just think it would be easy because you already speak the language in, mm-hmm. in, in most regards. Like, like you're not going to read specs and be like, so what does that actually mean again? Let me go ahead and brush up on that. You're, you, you speak the language already. So it'd be really quick for you to brush up on those things. I feel like a week's worth of studying. And by studying, I mean like surfing Amazon. Yeah. And you'd be a virtual expert in at least one corner of a tech field. So you are an expert in guns. Um, do you I, ever find yourself, I don't want to say picked on, I'm looking for a better, nitpicked is a better one. Nitpicked by other people who are experts in guns? I, I usually try not to step out of my depth and try, try not to do that, do that thing like you say, you know, either I'm, either I'm right or I'm ignorant. Because uh, mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, a question will come up and I don't know the answer to it. And I'll just, uh, like, like if we're talking about, um, what were we talking about the other day? We we're talking about artillery pieces and uh, World War II artillery pieces and stuff. And like, I know a little bit about that stuff, but certainly not enough to be an expert on it or anything like that. I just kind of sit back and absorb in those conversations. But when it's just like small arms, you know, and especially like the common ones, modern ones, um, I'm as much of an expert as anybody who reads a lot of gun magazines, I guess. Dude, and what, do you have a? I I know you. I think you don't have one. A 20 millimeter looks really cool. Do you think it um, translates to cameras? Like, it, it would if I had a full round. I've got the projectile somewhere, but I don't even know where one is right now. Um, by comparison, uh, if to, just to put the 50 cal, the 50 BMG in metrics, uh, a 50 BMG is a 12.7 millimeter, whereas, and that's how it compares to a 20 millimeter. It's a much larger round. Uh, but 20 I, millimeter I, is what the F-18 fighter jet shoots. That 20 millimeter is the diameter. Correct me if I get something wrong. But 
I feel like the move from 12 to 20 doesn't fully demonstrate it. You know, it, 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 I'm going to guess it's a roughly quadruple the weight. Does that sound right-ish to you, the projectile? I don't know what the weight of a 20 millimeter projectile is. The weight of a 50 caliber projectile is going to be somewhere around 650 to 750 grains. I'm just Googling 20 millimeter projectile weight. That itself will also vary quite a bit, but you'll get a roundabout number because they make them out of... What, what would you say it was for a 50? 650 to 750 grains. Okay, so this says 1543 grains. Now, I don't know if it's all the same, but... So call that 1600 grains, and yours was, did you say 600? Around 650 to 750. All right, so... It'll vary. Double to not quite triple. So quadruple was a, a stretch, but... Double to not quite triple the size. It's well. Also, you've got really you, you know how much propellant there is involved. It's it's much much more propellant. It, it's it's a much much larger round. You know, it's one of them is supposed to be fired from a fighter jet to take down another fighter jet, and the other one is an anti-materiel rifle or a you know a heavy machine gun uh, round. Um, it's a much bigger round. I've I've shot a, a shoulder fired one before. That's the one that. Uh, hurt my shoulder and then for a year afterwards when I did this it made a clicking noise and hurt terribly. Was it Richard Ryan's by chance? No, he doesn't no. have one. Uh, that's he, he has a 50 cal. He He's shot one. He shot a one in a video. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. it had iron sights and um, I think it was tricky because he wanted to shoot something very accurately but it wasn't scoped and I'm not sure even if it was if it would be accurate like even from a vice. I wonder who's he shot. Yeah. yeah. There aren't that many to shoot. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Richard Ryan shot shot one. Like I would bet on it. I don't. It was an Anzio Ironworks rifle. Uh, I wouldn't know. I thought it was really old, like from World War II. Oh, he's probably shot a um, um, what is it, a Lottie or something like that? Hang on, I I'm, I'm trying to find. Twenty. Uh, yeah, it was a Lottie. That's what it was. What, did it have a big magazine coming out the top? I think it did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was. I've shot one of those as well. The, that's what I used in my um, in my uh, ar FPS armor piercing uh, ammo video that we that we put up. Really? Uh, well, that yeah, went that, through. I assume, right? That's ridiculous. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, oh, that's no. what we stacked all those multiple armor plates together, and we didn't show the rifle actually going off. We pretended like it was me using a twenty-two long rifle doing all that damage. That was, <laughs> it was our April Fool's video. Ah, yeah. right, right. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. cool. They make it. So, so yeah, that one's a uh, that Lottie is. Uh, kind of a semi-automatic deal, um, and, and it weighs a fucking ton. Like probably almost as much as my fifty cal. Much, much more. No way. That. Mine's not shoulderable. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but they make a, another one, an Anz It's called an Anzio Ironworks twenty millimeter, and uh, that one's like bolt action. Like it weighs about one hundred ten pounds. It's about seven feet tall, and it hurt my shoulder, uh, and it never really healed right again. <laughs> It's just an awful round. Huh. Yeah. I... Hmm. You want one? I, I, I can hook you up. How they're, much they're, is it? Um, over 10, uh, uh, 10 or 14,000, somewhere in there. No, I don't want one. It's, it, no one will ever steal it. They couldn't pick it up if they wanted to. Uh, well, that's like my 50 cal. He makes one. That's, uh, <laughs> it's the 20 caliber brass, right? It's that, the part that holds the propellant. But it's been necked down to the 50 BMG round. So you have like tons all of that propellant extra... and a little like 
22 yeah, LR. And they don't even use like the copper uh, covered projectiles like you're probably familiar with, like in the bullets that I had on hand and stuff. It's a turned um, bronze projectile that's like a needle. It's like that long. The projectile is, it comes down to this sharp point that like hmm. you could prick your finger with. And uh, I don't know what the ballistics are, but I, I asked him, I was like, how far will it shoot? And he's like, so far. <laughs> <laughs> and like this is the engine like a fucking engineer like, like, like how far will it shoot he's like, so far so <laughs> <laughs> that's it's not the unit of measurement that helps me um, i was like i was like 2500 he's like oh and, and more and more it's just like it's like, yeah two miles whatever yeah it, it'll just keep on going hmm. i don't know about accuracy and all that but you're you're really slinging some lead with this thing not Figuratively, not not literally, because it doesn't shoot lead. It's shooting a piece of hand-turned bronze. But in any case, it's bad, motherfucker. Hmm. <sighs> so I don't know. I, I I don't get any value out of my games. Like they're all terrible investments. They're just like I I don't know. It, to me, it feels like buying a. How much is buying around at a bar? Like a thousand bucks for everybody. Um, nah, it wouldn't be that much. Well, it depends on the bar and it depends what you're buying a round of. You, know, you could be, be buying them a round of beers. You could be buying them a round of uh, Grand Marnier or you could buy them, buy them a round of 18-year-old McAllen's or something. I, let's pretend that you know, I was blowing $1,000 at a bar for other people. That's sure. kind of what buying a gun like is for me. Like it, I enjoy it. I like it. You don't it. get out and use them enough, man. You got you to gotta, you gotta put... So you've got tools that you aren't utilizing, and that's why you feel that way. Like if you your table saw, I'm sure you don't feel that way about it. You're like that fucking table saw. I don't, it's worth four times what I paid for it with the lumber I've cut. Mm -hmm. But if you know if you if you take that 50 cal out to like, uh, I bet they have long range shoots like near you in the state where people yep. take similar rifles, shoot for accuracy at a thousand yards. And you know if you're last place or you're third place, it doesn't matter. It, it, I feel like you, if you utilize those things, you'd feel that way. I utilize mine all the time, and, uh, and it makes me feel like each and every, every one of them has value. Um, there's always a different one in my car. There's always, uh, I'm always mixing it up, and I, I try to make sure that I utilize these, these things as much as I can. I'm going deer hunting uh, this week. Oh, as yeah. Long as I, yeah, I felt like shit. I meant to do it uh, this weekend, but... The weather's I'm been just, yucky. Yeah, be, I, I feel like it'd be a good time to go out um, in, the, uh, in the mornings. It's been... But um, I have felt... To say it's been raining kind of like it, it it's been raining in the mornings at night where I can hear the drops. But like just recently I had a Chiz bought something gigantic. I don't know. It was like four feet tall, a foot wide and four feet wide, nah, foot deep. I don't know. Whatever. Four foot by four foot by a foot thick. And uh, I, I brought it to the guest house for him and it was just kind of spitting like yucky. And then other times it's raining, raining. Was it a real doll? It was too light. I think it might have been inflatable. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's my. That's, uh, you do, Jackie and I both suspected it was an inflatable sex toy. That was that was it. We came up with the same idea. You're so silly. <laughs> They're so much smaller than that. I would think, yeah, but we were both like inflatable sex doll, and I'm like, like funny, you said that too. That's what I said. Like those inflatable ones are are really just party gag gifts because it really is just like a like like it would fold up into a thing like this big. And it's like, like it's like a pool toy. Like a pool toy with a hole in it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I don't think you can fuck them, really. Like, You're not supposed to. I, uh, my friend brought one. Way back in the day, we went to this lifeguard ball. And everyone would bring, like, you know, the hottest of the hottest girls and whatever. And it was, like, almost competitive. And uh, one guy brought a blow-up sex toy. And it was, it was neat. It was, like, 
you know, fuck you. This is what I, this is my girl. And, uh, yeah, her mouth, I don't, I remember she had a pussy, but her mouth was pretty much just a, a tunnel in a pool toy. Like it wasn't anything you'd want to stick your dick in. You've seen that video I did for forever with the blow up dolls, right? Yeah, it's been a while. I think it was exactly what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, that, that's the one that got pulled down. That was that was bullshit. Was that the one where you were? I'm trying to it think. Got take, we, you, we were you like, breached so a like door or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were like drug dealers in the neighborhood, and so at the beginning, I interrogate one of my. Uh, I've captured one. And I'm, I'm like, we're going to go in here, going to interrogate uh, this drug dealer to find out where the rest of them are, find out where the stash is. And then it's, it's like on my face. And I'm like, I know what you've been doing, blah, blah, blah. You're going you're gonna to talk one way or another. And then it cuts back and it's a sex doll. So, you know, I interrogate her, use the, use the jumper cables on her, electrocute the nipples. And, you know, I'm under the table shaking the thing going, ah! <laughs> just shaking over there. Why did so they take the it down? Did they, um, did they? There were a couple of so one, at first we thought maybe it was like the fake drugs because mm-hmm. uh, there was like this bag of flour that that and there that these blow up dolls had inside this house. But it's it's like who's that dumb, right? That, mm-hmm. that they thought blow up, we were using real cocaine with blow up dolls and all this. Just nonsense. from a production cost point of view, yeah. you wouldn't go get real heroin. Yeah. Go on. So I spent forty five dollars on blow up dolls, seventy two dollars on ammunition, and eighteen thousand dollars on this bag of cocaine. Like, <laughs> like it just doesn't make sense, right? Uh, there was that thought, and then there was we, we thought, oh, maybe it was because of the sex dolls. You know, they are they are mildly inappropriate. You know, with the big gaping hole of a mouth and all. Um, but it turned out that it was just an annotation placed on the video. I believe that's called a cock holster. A cock holster. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was just an annotation that was on the video that literally said, "When this video gets, I don't know, ten thousand favorites, likes, whatever I was pushing for at the time, then I'll upload an AA12 video." It was it was a call to action. It was saying, "Hey." Support this video. When it gets to a certain point, I'm going to upload my next video, which was the AA12 video. So the video before this one got like 12 million views. The AA12 one's like 36 million or some shit like that. And yeah. everything. So this one, you got to imagine somewhere in the middle of that of those two numbers, probably at, at least uh, over 10 or 15 million. Uh, I thought it was real. I thought it was a good one because of the silly nature and the acting mm-hmm. that we normally didn't do, and the you know lots of camera angles. It was a good video. So they took it down because they said it looked like we were giving away an AA12. They thought we were doing an AA12 giveaway, and they were very upset about it. Me and Kitty are like trying to explain to these people late at night that like that's an absurd idea. No, don't delete our channel. We're not giving away guns. Like that's a twenty-five thousand dollar destructive device that we don't even have access to. Like it, we, we, I don't possess one, and, <laughs> and like I couldn't give one away, and I wouldn't give one away. And monetarily speaking, it makes no fucking sense for me to ever give one away. And if I was giving a right. gun away, it would be all like, 10 million views lost, yeah. you know, because yeah, yeah. that's how much it would cost. Yeah. 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 So the, they just took the video down and I don't know, it's round about 18 or 20 grand worth of lost income. And and, you know, they let us keep our channel. But that's that's kind of the way of the game. That sucks. Yeah. I've had some bad copyright strikes. There is one. Um, you might remember commentary March Madness. Yeah. It had a graphic on it that I or um, Ukrainian Limbs made like ourselves in Photoshop that was unique to the thing. And, and basically it was like, um, it kind of looked like a, like an ESPN style thing where it had two columns and it was like this guy, this guy, his strengths, his weaknesses, his sub count, his seed in the thing, etc. Right? It was unique to the to tournament we were running. And we made it. I think I made it in Photoshop. 
And Twitch claimed it. Like, I stole it from them. And it's like, I don't know what kind of automated fucked up system you have that thinks that's yours. <coughs> but, like, it's ours, you know? And, and, and like I said, it was, it, was, it was unique to that video, that round of that tournament, that matchup of two people. It was just a bad strike. And when my channel gets unprotected, it seems like you get a bad strike every 10 minutes that, that rolls in. And that sucks. So, yeah, that's no good. Yeah, it's real nice. Nice. Last time I lost like a couple million views. Like of all the video, they're like, "All right, this one, this one. Can you just take it down? Can you just take it down?" Like I don't want to take those down. Like that's, the, I don't know. I like those. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just look at my full view count. It's it's like I forget how many millions of views it is below what and it I really mean, it should be. It contributes to the value of your channel. Yeah. You know, for if you want to sell some advertising in the future, it's nice if your channel has uh, whatever two hundred million and, and five versus two hundred million and none. Yeah, it, you know, it's kind of a lifetime achievement type thing. Like, like, yeah, this is how many views my channel has had. I'm kind of proud of that. You know, sometimes I compare it to something else. Like, I bet my channel has a lot more views than Bone Tomahawk. Did I get the movie title right? Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. It's it's. I think well, I mean three hundred some million, if I remember yeah. right. So that's it's got more than most successful movies, I would say. Yeah, that's. Uh, it makes oh, me proud. Listen to this. Go watch whatever you got to do to watch Bone Tomahawk. It really is worth it. That shit was great. What did you, <laughs> we didn't really talk about it at length. What did you think about the end scene when, when shit got crazy? So I will not spoil it if you guys are listening. But um, I enjoyed the end scene. Kyle said that it was... I guess I always suspected things might go down like that and didn't think that it was a one-of-a-kind ending. But Kyle was like, oh, damn, so it's going down like that. And uh, But I definitely enjoyed the movie. Don't let me downplay it. I just... It, it wasn't a... Yeah, it was great. I liked the, I liked the movie. Oh, and... Um, now, this is not a spoiler. Uh, they... A person gets kidnapped in the first like 10 minutes of the movie mm -hmm. and the people that kidnap them are not everyday people. They're extra scary and you don't really meet them toward till towards the end of the movie and mm -hmm. they were far scarier and crazier and wilder than I anticipated. Yeah, that. So yeah. Um, uh, that was a pleasant surprise for me hanging out in the last half hour of, of movie. Yeah, I uh, I liked it. I like Mr. O'Dwyer's grit. I like that he just kept going no matter what. Which you know, one's Mr. O'Dwyer? Is he the, the husband? The husband. Mm -hmm. uh, they all had that grit. They they really all did. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. Everyone oh, every there. Even one of them. even like the so um Matthew Fox's character. Yes, but I was going for the um what is he the assistant deputy or something yeah, like that? Yeah, the backup deputy. <laughs> yeah, the backup deputy. So the backup deputy is played by an older guy, and he's he's definitely not senile, but he's. He's lost a step both mentally and, and he, physically. Yes, and he's you know he's he's dumb. He's just dumb. He is dumb, but I got the vibe that he had also lost a step mentally. Like when oh, he can't yeah. remember oh, yeah. names and this, like I don't know. He just seems to like need to be recollected every so often. Yeah, he's and, going senile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like maybe I am too, but um, even that guy had limitless grit. Grit that, if need be, would take him all the way to the end and back. You know, like that he any trouble he had wasn't going to be due to a lack of mental fortitude. And he was the least gritty guy in the movie. Yeah, you yeah. know. So that um, was it was every, neat. 
Everybody was, they, they were just real manly men, just tough as nails. Uh, whenever hardship came along, they were, they were just harder than it was. And, uh, and it was great. I, I love that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. I love that sort of thing too. I aspire to be that sort of thing. Like, like it, it wasn't that any of them could lift 1200 pounds and that's what made them manly. What made them manly was, you know, it didn't matter what you did to them. Their spirits were unbreakable. And, and that was the coolest. That was what I liked about them. Yeah. Yeah. No so. matter what came about, it was like, no, going to keep going no yeah. matter what. No, just we got somewhere to go. There's no giving up. There's no uh, there's no backing down. Like oh. Kurt Russell was the most uh, out of all of them. Like, like like no matter no matter what happened, Kurt Russell was down for more. <laughs> Did you um <coughs> on the subreddit today or recently someone linked an explanation to Primer? Did you watch that video by chance? Uh, no, I, I oh. assumed it was one I had seen before. Dude, I, I <coughs> so I had watched Primer. And I had understood Primer. But when this person started like going back to like the fifth and sixth copies of themselves, I was That's like, what I've seen before. okay, I thought, whoa, I think that there's more to Primer than I knew. And, um, and I don't think I ever quite put together the, uh, the father-in-law with the beard thing. Um, I, dude, Primer is complicated. Primer is very complicated. I, 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 you know what? I might. I think I'll watch it tonight. I think I'll. I, I think I'll. Because it's only an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. I think what I'll do is watch it in reverse, though. I think my girlfriend and I will sit down and we'll watch the explanation to Primer. Mm. Then we'll watch the movie, and that way we'll. You'll by, have it fresh between us helping each other and just having watched an explanation. We'll be able to. We'll be able to fully experience. This that. would be my strategy: watch the explanation. Two of you watch the movie watch the explanation again yeah yeah <laughs> that, that's probably Honestly, what it would yeah. take and if if i'm recommended here, here's what i would do if you're it, this is one of those uh pieces of like entertainment that's that's really unwieldy and difficult to enjoy that the way that you and i have enjoyed it but if i were going to a noob i'd say go watch the movie then watch the explanation then come back a week later watch the explanation the movie and then the explanation again <laughs> And you got it, right? No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and all but of that's, that that's is less time than a PKA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's another thing. I, I talk about um, how many views I've had, which uh, now I feel like a douche for saying it like that. But if Why? you talk about how many no. minutes I've what had, for? a lot of my... Oh, like the minutes. Yeah. The minutes calculator on YouTube is great. I, I don't even so know what minutes. mine is, but it, it it's a lot for mine. Like I have a... A lot of my videos are over 10 minutes and at least, you know, 200 and some are probably over two hours. And we've been doing four hours on PKA for. I wonder if it. So, so here's my question. I wonder if, if, say, I come on and and watch your four hour video long enough to get the ad and to have technically watched it, whatever that is, or at least to get the first ad. Like, does it count that I watched 30 minutes or does it say I watched for four hours? I think if you watch it for four hours, it'll say you watch it four hours. Now, another okay. thing that can happen a lot is someone will watch like an hour of it and then come back and watch another hour. And I think sometimes I get four views for one person, mm -hmm. you know, even though they're, the time doesn't even overlap. Like I just It get, depends how much time elapses, I think, between uh, the chunks that they watch, the segments. Yeah, I know it has to be of a certain length for it to count as a view, but I think that length is really short by our standards, like under a minute. Sure. 
so you know provide they can't just like lean on the f5 button but if they're doing what it is to watch pka which is like you grab 30 minutes then you grab an hour and a half and you grab another hour then um that's three views right there oh i've got a video for us to watch i, I really think it's on, it, I, let me make sure i can share this physically not like nda or anything um tell me if this link works and if you can play from this link and I think this would be good to play here and then probably play, a, if you like it, I think we should probably play it on PK. It's pretty funny. I yeah, know this. this. Stuff. Have you seen it already? I have. Oh, I, <laughs> I think that I, I can stream it. Do you want to watch it? Yeah. All right. So I'm waiting. My OBS hasn't like flipped up. There we go. Now, let me get this in frame so people can see it. This is, uh, this is during lunch on one of the days we were out at the Ox Ranch. I, uh, I went back to the, uh, the lodge to, to get some lunch, and after eating, I noticed that I wasn't alone. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Ready, set, play. So we all just had a lovely lunch, spaghetti actually, and um, don't let me stop you. <laughs> it's good stuff. What is that um, animal? Here at the Ox Ranch, they take really good care emu. of us. We got, emu. Uh, we got a chef on tab. Yeah. And uh, the wildlife likes to join in. If you're on audio, there's an emu poking at what there. looks like a catered outfit with spaghetti. spaghetti. Good stuff, man. You want some bread? Some bread to go with that? It's, Here you go. It's like, yeah, need a little bread. Four and a half, five feet tall, something yeah, like that. I, yeah, yeah. Okay. it. Uh, <laughs> it'll eat right out of your hand. It, it was really not your hand. It would it. seem. I don't know if you should swallow um, it whole, buddy. Well, I'll just say not that. that. It was kind of weird about it, but it would like peck out of my hand, and it it it, it didn't bite Break that hard. Like you. it wasn't even scary. Yeah, come on, let, let's work together on this. <laughs> oh, you'll have that one instead then. Well, he's uh, I got explosives on my face. <laughs> As you do. Oh, look, the camel. The camel has gotten himself a uh, a turkey fryer over here. This camel was and, and eating plastic bat, uh, eating I, uh, plastic off this uh, box over here. The camel you made me really realize I don't want a camel. Cardboard, anything like that. Oh, this camel was so fucking uh, cool, dude. The camel's name is Sushi. It's like an eight-foot-tall goat. We've gotten real close over the last couple days. A little closer than I'd like, to be honest, but, I mean, it's a big animal. What are you going to do? Sexy animal. I think that's your implication there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did not like the garlic, bro. For some reason, he really likes eating. Yeah, I know. He doesn't like the garlic. Too much garlic, he said. <laughs> <laughs> he took a bite of your whole head. Bit the shit out of me. That snaggletooth motherfucker. It bit me so hard. But they tell me, like... I I've learned since that it wasn't biting me hard at all. That those were, like, love nipples. Nibbles. Apparently, it liked my shampoo and my hair gel and everything. That stuff smelled good because I've seen those thing, things bite guys on YouTube, like by the by, like right here, and pick them up and throw them. So like he was just nibbling on me. I guess he did that a lot. I got lots of pictures of it biting me. Uh, there was a lot of wildlife there. I caught a. Um, oh, let me tell you this one. I didn't tell this one on the on the show, but so we're all standing there out in front of that lodge you just saw, and this sort of ranch hand pulls up in an old truck and, and he's he's an older guy himself in his 50s i guess super tan 
And in the back, he's got a uh, porcupine. He's, he's petting the porcupine and everything, and he's talking about how smart they are. And I'm oh, shit, this guy's got a pet porcupine. Nothing cooler than that. I've never even seen a porcupine up close. And so I'm over there. I'm petting it on the head and everything, and it's remarkable. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen a porcupine. This one's really big. And, uh, and, he's, and, and I'm like, Where'd, where'd you get him? He's like, oh, I just saw him walking around in the field over there and snatched him up. And I'm like, you mean you just caught this motherfucker just now out of that field and I'm over here petting it on the head like it's a domesticated like like animal? He's like, oh yeah, yeah, he's wild. He's wild as can be. I'm like, holy shit. Like, so, so he taught me how to pick the thing up the right way. Like, uh, he said that not, he's, he's like, ain't many people ever picked up a porcupine with the bare hands, but I'll show you how. So hmm. I pick the thing up and hold it and everything. But, uh, but yeah, I'm over there petting this thing on the head because I think it's just like a cat. And he just had caught the thing in the damn field. That's amazing. I saw a um, subdivision that reminded me of that ranch. That uh, um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, yeah, they have like um, all sorts of wild animals, like gazelles and camels and like crazy things. And basically, oh, and the homes. It was like a subdivision, though. It wasn't like wide open spaces, but the homes were designed to be almost invisible and sort of low impact. And hmm. there were all kinds of rules on what it took to live there, like how you did your grass and what you drove and, you know, et cetera. But if you want to live in an African safari, it was an African safari themed subdivision. Dude, it's so cool. I, I really enjoyed having those animals just kind of walking around, uh, you know, I, petting giraffes. and. I looked at my animals. YouTube stats because I was curious. And uh, so 330 million views. And that is what it is. And this is disappointing. They didn't count watch time until 2012. Mm. So, like, that misses a lot of my heavy watch time stuff. Like, I was uploading twice a day and stuff through 2011. But it's 2 billion minutes. It's a lot of minutes. Yeah, 2 billion minutes. Like, that's... You know, I bet saw my, that, like, more time in Call of Duty, like, like, more minutes had sunk into that than, like, all of human uh, history or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it just... Uh, Seemed like a big number to me. That's a lot yeah, of time. Yeah, it's a huge number. Billions so, of minutes. Yeah. It was actually short. It was 1.9 something, but it's it's threatening. It won't be too long before it's 2 billion minutes. It's a lot. Maybe it is 2 billion minutes with the shit I had to remove because the last time I switched networks. Yeah. But PKN, two, PKN number 64. Cool. Uh, I hope you guys liked it. <laughs>